Hello, hello, hello. My name is Courtney Turner, and you are listening to Bluegrass Community Foundation's Do Good Radio Hour. You guys, this is the last episode of 2023. Now, we are going to be taking a small break for the holidays, but we will be back in January with some super fun news and brand new list of rockstar guests and do-gooders and friends and family. And we are so excited to share the new 2024 journey with you. But before we move into the new year, I just want to take a second and say thank you so much for being a part of our 2023. It's so crazy to think about like how much we've grown in the past 12 months. It's just like, I can't believe that I get to do this every week with such an amazing group of listeners and supporters and guests. And I just appreciate everything that you give to the show and everything that you give to our community. We love you so much and you are so much appreciated. And I just want to take a second to have you close your oh well if you're driving please don't close your eyes but if you're if you're sitting in your office or you're doing dishes or you're cleaning your house do me a solid and just stop and close your eyes for a second and think about the happiest that you felt in 2023 whatever that looks like for you the happiest that you felt i want you to take that feeling and just bottle it and keep it with you going into 2024 and remember that even when things are cold and dark and and dreary there's always a little bit of magic that you can find in every day and i hope that for you and i hope that you find that magic in every day of 2024 and during the holiday season now ladies and gentlemen she is back We are so excited to have started a new tradition with one of the most amazing ladies in Lexington. She is a leader, a friend, a wife, a mother, a Gigi, and she is here to talk all about Lexington 2023. Here, once again, is Mayor Linda Gordon. Last year, you are our second guest that has made a second appearance. Mm. So we appreciate you being here. And Donworth. 
Oh, yes, with the, the library. library. Yes, yep. she is a busy bee, and she always has something going on. So we're like, come on in, let's Good. chat about it. Good. <laughs> so how are you, Miss Linda? I'm well, I mean, busy, of course. We are. Ooh, I am hyper busy. <laughs> is it just this time of the season, or it's is it always? It is, yep. There is so much going on in Lexington, and most of it's good. And sure. There's, it's just, and and I love that. I would be bored to death sitting at a <laughs> at a desk doing the same thing every day. So. Right. Yeah. Well, I know that. Typically with this show, we spend the first half of every episode getting to know the person's story and how they got where they are, but you've already been here. Uh (laughs) So I was like, what are we going to do with the mayor tomorrow? And instead of recapping your entire career, I Mm -hmm. thought maybe we could recap the last 12 months here in oh, Lexington. I thought you were going to say the last three three years, <laughs> yes. which the includes last the three pandemic. Years. <laughs> yeah. How long do you have here? We could be here for six hours if Not you want. Not that long. <laughs> okay. So okay, we are going to so start. That's, hence those questions. Yes. Yep, good. We're going to start with a little bit of a softball. And what has been some of your most favorite moments in Lexington this year? Well, they mostly have to do with work, sure, <laughs> of course, but there's one personal one. Uh, my son was promoted to major <gasps> in the Army, and that was really fun, and we're so proud of him. And But we've got a lot of new things going on. Mm. We launched our mobile food market, which is a big trailer that is an actual food market where mm. people can go in and shop, and it goes through neighborhoods that don't have... Grocery stores. Yep. And that was a recommendation from my Commission on Racial Justice mm. and Equality. We um, we purchased Kelly's Landing. Yes. Do you know about yes, that? Yes. I got to tour so, Kelly's okay. Landing. Well, it's, it's going to be really great for kayakers and canoers and hikers. And um, so that was exciting. It's the first real uh, river access mm. for Fayette County that where you can put your boats in and go hike and everything. And then um, another thing that I'm thinking about that was pretty exciting is we have owned Cardinal Run North mm. property. It's 137 acres. We've owned it for a long time. I mean, I think 30-some years. And we finally had the ARPA money to develop it. So we've started mm. uh, designing and developing it into a wonderful park. That's so exciting. Yeah. So those are a few highlights. Well, I know that one of your favorite things is talking to people and being around people. You said last time you were energized by people. Right. <laughs> so was there an event this year that you were super excited about or that maybe you didn't anticipate to be super fun, but then you got there and it was like a game changer for you? Well, now, you know, we have a few of those, and one of these might sound a little funny, but when we got to Woodland Pool to open the p- new pirate ship, which has all the bells and whistles of spraying <laughs> and dumping water, yep. there were a lot of children there, and they were so excited, and they couldn't wait for this. So that was pretty exciting. After I quit speaking, you know, for the press conference, they we let them loose, uh, 
and they went in. And then we also, uh, in terms of water, we opened uh, the Charles Young Splash yes. area, which, you know, water is so important for play mm-hmm. and for people in the summer. And those are really fun. Now, I have over and over and over this past year been to the openings of some of our affordable housing projects, mm-hmm. and that is good stuff. Yep. For people, mm-hmm. you know, it's all about people. Absolutely. Yeah. One of my favorite things from this past year is when we were at Splash. Yes. You took your shoes off. Yeah, I did. You were just like <laughs> splashing in the water. And I loved that the little kids, I mean, you're the mayor and people are like, oh, that's Mayor Linda Gordon. Like, it's so exciting that she's here. And those little kids are just like, that's a fun lady who has her shoes off. They were yeah. running right by you. They didn't care that a press conference Splashing. was happening. It, it was, was so fun. fun. It? Yeah, so it was fun. great. It was great. Now, this one might be a little bit more tough, but was there a conversation that you had this year that was really impactful for you? Well, I have, I'm really dedicated to communicating and conversation. And one of the really difficult things I've been doing is having conversations, I've done this more than once, Mm. uh, with mothers who've lost their children to Mm. gun violence. And it's tough. Um, And they're very intense meetings. And it's almost become, you know, some of the mothers have been there more than once. Mm -hmm. And they like coming because they're with people who understand what they've been through. Mm. They've lost a child to, right. to gun. Mm. And um, so that's that has a huge impact. I've also been in conversations with our Jewish leaders mm. and our Palestinian Muslim leaders, Arab leaders. Um, it's so interesting. In those two groups, we have thousands of people who live right. here who are in one or the other of those groups. And um, given everything that's been going on in uh, Israel and Palestine, it was important to me that we come together in conversation Mm -hmm. and hear each other. Mm -hmm. And what I didn't realize at the beginning of those conversations was how fearful these folks are who live right here in our community. Right. Very fearful. Mm-hmm. And so those have been really um, full of good, you know, back and forth conversation. Yep. And um, so, you know, all all of what I just mentioned is actually hard conversations. For sure. They're not fun. Right. But they're important. And I've really loved sitting with people to talk about these really in many cases, horrific things mm-hmm. that have gone on. You know, you think about a mother with one child, mm-hmm. and that one child has been shot and killed. It's just, it's it's heartbreaking. Awful. It's heartbreaking. Now, when you have those conversations with people, <clears throat> what is the personal goal for you to, is, is it to gain a better understanding of the culture of the these pockets of Lexington? Is it to relate to these mothers? I mean, you're a mother. I can't imagine no. what that would feel like. No. What what does that conversation look like for you? Well, I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, partly, the reason I started doing it was to learn from them yep. 
what they wanted to say and, you know, to understand what their situation was Mm -hmm. and what's come out of it is um, really good conversations about some things the city could do. Mm -hmm. And they've had conversations in the groups with each other. Mm -hmm. Didn't you know about this? You can go here and do this. It's just been all of that. Mm. Um, You know, frequently people just need to talk to someone who's going through what they're going through. Yep. Right? That I can't really 100% understand. Mm -hmm. I can understand because I'm a mother, but I can't understand what they're going through. For sure. So Mm. it's... um, You know, I think people don't have enough conversations these days. You know, we all tend to get on our phone or device or, and real conversation can get you into places that you didn't know you'd go. And it's good. Mm. So now, was there a time this year when you felt maybe like you woke up and you said, oh, no, I can't today? I'm a little (laughs) overwhelmed, I'm a little stressed. And if you did, how did you cope with that maybe feeling of doubt or that feeling of stress or worry? How how does that come about for you? Well, I'm sort of chuckling because (laughs) I don't really do that. Which is fantastic. You know, I'm I'm a registered nurse, and in my early nursing, I worked in intensive care. Mm. And when you're in intensive care, anything can happen at any moment. And the bottom line in nursing or healthcare is you can lose your patient. Right. If you don't act fast sometimes. It's literal and life or it's death. It's literal life and death. And so for me, we have a lot of serious things going on yep. in the city. Yep. Really good work, really serious stuff, tricky things. Mm-hmm. And I have a wonderful team of senior leaders. So if I'm thinking, oh, what are we going to do about X, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I go powwow with my senior leaders and say, okay, tell me what you think about this and should we do this? But I really don't stress out. That's now, fantastic. I have noticed that I'm starting to get a couple gray hairs. <laughs> oh, it looks good, though. <laughs> so it's taken me five years as mayor to start, but... <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. I mean, it could have yeah, happened here right? you know? <laughs> yeah. It's... A- Listen, the gray is coming back. You seen this? Talking about trends. Okay. The gray hair is coming back. (laughs) That's my dream. (laughs) Now, was there a specific goal that you reached this year? Uh, You know, when I think about this, one of the the best ones that we have reached after five years of Mm. work is that we have stood up our Bluegrass Ag Tech Development Corp. Mm. And so in 2019, I started working with Dean Cox at the College of Agriculture, Food and Environment at UK, with Commissioner Ron Quarles for State Ag, with Dr. Mark Lyons, who's the head of Alltech. And we knew that we had all the pieces in place to be an ag tech hub. Mm. This is for businesses that can help farmers be more productive and uh, make their work easier because of technology. Mm -hmm. And so we have spent about five years doing focus groups, working with, you know, finding out what the need is here. And so we have uh, hired our first director. Mm. 
and it's located. The office is located in Coldstream, and we're about to give our first challenge grants to new or emerging businesses that are in the ag tech space. This is very exciting. That's so exciting. And we will expand this throughout Kentucky. This mm-hmm. is a big deal. Yeah. And it's a different part of our economy. So I'm pumped up about it, and we've been working a long time <laughs> on it. So to see that come to fruition is really good. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised by anything this year? Was I surprised by anything this year? Um well, you know, it's it's kind of funny. We have things happen all the time where we go, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I guess a big picture thing that kind of is surprising me is the post-pandemic economy here. Mm. We are thriving yeah. big time. Lexington's economy is really rolling. And, you know, for a few years now, we've had the messages in our ear, recession, recession, yep. possible recession. So we don't take anything for granted. But it is a little bit surprising how well things are going. Now, the challenge is to keep them going right. that way, Yep, you know, in a really good direction. So it feels like there's such a wonderful team in Lexington. Oh, yes. I know that the last time you were here, brand new council members were just start they hadn't even started yet when you Probably not yes. if it was a year ago. It was a full year ago. <laughs> we were saying goodbye to the yes. ones who left. Yes. Yeah. How has that team come together in the last 12 months? Uh we have an interesting council. They're very active. Yes. And um in the community and interested in lots of different things. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, you know, having been a council member for a long time, the first year is the the hardest because you're trying to figure out what your role is and what you can do and what you can't do Mm -hmm. and um, where do you want your focus to be. And, of course, 12 of them – have a district. So their focus is on their district and what needs improved in the district and what, you know, what do they, what do they need to do? It's, it's very interesting to see. I've been on a lot of councils with Mm -hmm. new members to see how that all plays out. And, um, you know, they're, they're full of energy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are. Full of energy. Yes, they are. Especially that Dan Wu. I saw him dancing at the Movable Feast <laughs> event this past weekend, and I was like, all right, Dan. I didn't know you could move like that. He's a pretty limber. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what is the most important lesson that you've learned this year? Um, well, you know, I – so now I have this five-year perspective. Mm-hmm. And so my second year, we had a pandemic and my third year was pandemic mm-hmm. and racial protest yep. and uh, racial justice, a call for justice. And then we had this wildly swinging economy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it was like we got just about everything you could get. Yep. <laughs> and I think that one of the biggest things I've learned along the way and, and this year also is persistence. Mm. Don't give up. Even when things look like they are the worst they could be, Mm -hmm. the doors are shut, people are dying. COVID was terrible. Yeah. And, um, 
You know, we can't, as leaders, we can't go hide in a corner. Mm -hmm. Um, And so persistence and really being gritty through this with my leaders is always something that helps me. Mm -hmm. And this year is no different. You know, people are hurting because of what they're seeing in the Middle East. And... um, this is touching people here. Yep. People are still, you know, a lot of people still aren't working. But we have the largest number of workers ever in our history right here. Mm. In Lexington, we have more people employed than ever before. Mm. So it's always something, and it's kind of a moving, It things move, you know. You have this idea when you come in to be mayor that it's going to be like this. And you're (laughs) going to do this, this, and this, and this. Mm -hmm. And then you realize that in between all those things, there's stuff you never thought about. Mm -hmm. And things just, you know, coming in that you didn't plan for, you didn't think about, but you have to deal with them. So, you know, um, I think persistence is the key. Mm. Do you think that Lexington has changed at all in the past 12 months? Well, I think that um, there's so much good going on Mm -hmm. from partnerships. And one of the things we learned during COVID was that uh, we couldn't do anything without partners. Yep. And I think a lot of entities have discovered the same thing. And that's a great thing. So that is, we're really elevated on the partnership level. Mm-hmm. Al- almost, well, everything that's not a governmental, pure government, we do as partners yep. in the, with others in the community. Um, one thing that's really been elevated this past year is our One Lexington mm. work. Do you know Divine, Divine Karama, Karama and yep. Kenny Payne yep. and Larry Johnson? Yep. They are our One Lexington team, and they specifically focus on youth violence. And um, they also partner big time in the community. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. They have volunteers they partner with. They partner with the Fayette County Public Schools. They partner with the Division of Police. Anybody they can partner with, they partner with. Yep. And they have really raised the bar in terms of what we as a community do for young people, particularly those who experience violence in one way or another. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing work they're doing on the streets um, with folks who've been impacted by violence and in kind of a preventive way, you know? So it's that's really going great guns. Mm, mm. All good. Now let's go all the way back to January 2022. Yep, that was last year. Almost a year. Almost a year. (laughs) If you could sit down with Linda Gordon, January 2022, what would you tell her about the next year? Try to get more sleep. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that does not come. I mean, I say that and laugh (laughs) because, you know, sleep is important. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) And it's hard. So when you serve as a mayor of a city our size, you have a lot of choices to make because yep. you can't do every single thing. And um, you know we have a process for 
asking for the mayor to be at an event yes. or do a speech or whatever. And um, I can't do it all. Sure. But one of the keys that I have learned that I need to do better at mm-hmm. is to get more sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Um, and I think just continue the partnerships. These part... If you're in a particular entity in Lexington and you're trying to do something, reach out and look at who you could partner with to do it. Who Mm. would be a logical partner? This is helping our community thrive. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, I would we would just ramp that up even bigger. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, this is kind of off the cusp, but do you have a little bit of fear of missing out syndrome? Missing out? Yes. Oh, Okay, now tell me about that. Okay, are there are there some things where you're like, okay, I can't. My I've talked to my team. We can't do it. We can't do everything. But I'm gonna miss but I'm gonna out. Oh, real bad. Do you ever get that? Oh, every now and then. Oh yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's curiosity, right? Oh yes. And wanting to know what's going on. Yes. And all of that. I mean, I would be so bad at sitting at a desk and doing work. Yeah. Uh-huh. You've got to be work. moving. <laughs> Everybody's different that way. Yeah, yeah I, ha- I guess I have a little bit of that. Okay, and so it it does sometimes interfere mm-hmm. with having a calendar that makes sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just big nuts. It's not totally all the crazy. Way if you saw my calendar, you'd run away screaming. I can't imagine. I think I would cry. Honestly, it would be really intense. Yeah. Now we've we've gone back. Yes. Let's go. All the way forward. Ooh, how far? <laughs> Let's do January 2025. So that's oh a full now, year. A full now year from you're now. talking. Uh huh. What goals do you have for yourself, for Lexington, for the next 12 months? All right. Well, do you know what 2025 is? I. It's Lexington's 250th anniversary as a city. It's happening. We were formed a year before the Declaration of Independence was signed. Which is crazy. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we are, I've appointed a commission, and we are going to have big celebrations, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's also going to be recognizing our history our whole history hasn't been fun and games, of right? Of course. We've had some very difficult parts of our history that we want to acknowledge, and then we want to celebrate who we are and look to the future mm. of who we want to be. Um, we're inviting, we're having the June of 2025 will be our come home month. Oh, so If you've fun. ever lived here, if you've ever gone to school here, if you've ever you know, done an internship here or whatever, we want you to come home in June because we're going to have some really fun, interesting things. And then the other thing is, looking forward, I am determined we are going to have a new city hall. (gasps) Oh, I love. I I am the, let's see, one, two, three. (laughs) This will be the fifth try. Yep. The fourth mayor who's tried to get a new city hall. Our city hall in the old Lafayette Hotel Mm -hmm. is about 110 years old. It was meant to be a hotel. Yep. And it, we need to... We need to go to a new city hall. Yes. And so right now we have a request for re- request for proposals out. 
and we'll get them in in February and see if someone mm. has a proposal for us. And I'm very excited about that. Well, it will you be know, downtown. they say fifth time's a charm. Oh, that I know. Is the yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's Hopefully. hard. Fingers this crossed. Takes, this takes really hard work. Yeah. And my main beginning focus was to do it with the council. Yep. This is not just mine. Right. This is the council's. This can be the council that does this. Mm. And so um, I'm pretty pumped up about those things. Can't so wait. We're working hard on them every day. Yes. Yeah. Among other things. I, You know, when, when we talked about One Lexington, their work is so hard. Yep. And we have seen a reduction in our homicides. It's for a lot of reasons. Yep. Maybe some we don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, just things like that that you yep. can see. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's and what all I'll, good. And what I'll say for uh, One Lexington, if you don't subscribe to their newsletter, their newsletter is fantastic. Yes. If you need a little bright spot in oh. your day, get that newsletter. It, it is so away good. what they're doing yes. with people. It's fantastic. You know, I've, I have frequently said... Uh, just about every mayor builds buildings. Yep. Right? Buildings mm-hmm. are important. Sure. Infrastructure is important. But we have a lot going on now where we're building people. Mm. And we have, I mean, I, there are so many things. One that I just quickly will highlight is we are working now inside the jail yep. with people who are about to be released on job skills and Jubilee Jobs. Resume, yes, resumes. And we're working with Ju- a partner, yep. Jubilee Jobs. These are these impact individual people. So mm. we all need to be in the business of building people, mm. right? That's beautiful. Yeah, we do. Mm. Okay, now we've recapped the year. We are going to go back to the BGCF <laughs> Fast facts, which last oh time <laughs> I can't remember what they were. Oh, I went back and I listened to it. Oh, oh. so I'm going to keep a little tally of okay. how <laughs> of how similar or different they were from last year. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> what are you reading right now? Uh, well, I read a lot of policy, <laughs> but in my little bit of spare time, mm-hmm. I'm reading a book called uh, Midwinter Murder. I love I love mysteries, and this is a book of Short stories, all murder mysteries by Agatha Christie. Oh, she's my, so she's one of my all-time favorite yes. writers. And so they're short stories, so I can pick it up and read a little bit, and then my time's out. And, yep, you know you haven't missed much. That's right. Which we'll take. So now, are you watching anything right now? I don't have a lot of TV time, but what I love <laughs> here again, I love PBS, mm. and I especially am sort of hooked right now on Annika, oh. which is um, kind of a detective murder series set in Scotland. <gasps> I like international things, yeah. too. And I always love Nova. I don't know if you've ever watched no. Nova. I'm mm. kind of, I mean, I don't have a lot of TV time. Yep. I watch UK sports when I'm not there. Okay. Yeah. They're playing away. Mm-hmm. So. Got to keep up. Yep. Got to keep up. So, you know, if I had a lot more time, I'd probably watch some other things. But Well, if you ever 
need some recommendations for like trashy reality television. Oh, do you have some for me? Oh, for sure. You oh, just let me good. know and I'll make okay. you a long list. Well, there's someone in my office I have a constant bantering with. I love to read. He uh-huh. loves to watch TV Beautiful. and shows. Yep. And so, <laughs> so we're always going back and forth about that. My first choice is reading. Yes. If I have um, time. So Yes. Anyway. Now, I'm super excited about this one because last year... We had a very fun answer. Uh Uh-oh. What are you listening to right now? Oh, I can't remember what I said last year. (laughs) It's mostly because you said you listen to a lot. Oh, I do. But you're trying your best to learn to love rap music. Uh Uh-huh. So I would love an update on that. I'm still trying. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. You know, Divine has taught me a lot about how hip-hop can be really uplifting. Yep. And Mm -hmm. really positive and... Um, so much of it isn't. Uh-huh. So I have learned a lot about that this past year. Yes. And I, otherwise, I love a lot of different kinds of music, mm-hmm. and I always have music on. Yep. If I'm not reading or watching a show, <laughs> when I'm coming to work, I have music on. I love all kinds of music. Mm. Is there anything that has stuck out this year, like as a as a favorite? No, I like it all. Yeah. Just a, you know, I'll go from country to classic mm. to pop or oldies. or yeah. I, I like all of that. Mm. So what are you eating right now? What am I eating? <laughs> well, there's no lunch today. It's a no lunch day. Oh, no. Frequently, my calendar doesn't allow lunch. Oh, I was about to say we're about to have so, a board meeting. Come, yeah. come along. <laughs> Is there food? There will be food. <laughs> well, um, too much holiday food. Mm. I'm going to a lot of events. Sunday, I was at the fire chili cook-off. Mm. Then that following that was the police holiday dinner. I ate there. Yep. Then I was at a sister city. I ate there. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pacing myself. The Greek Orthodox Church just had all their their uh, goodies that Delicious. they sell twice a year. Mm. So, you know, um, I do like, uh, I don't eat much for lunch. I eat an apple mm-hmm. and maybe a little round of cheese, yeah. something like that. A little baby bell. Are you a green a apple or a red apple? Oh, red. Me too. Gala yeah. or Honeycrisp? Yep. Mm-hmm. They're the best. They Give cannot it be to beat. Me. Yep. What are you most scared of? <laughs> well, you know, every every time, every October, we're terrified that somebody will want to change the date for trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, years ago, one of the mayors changed the trick or treat mm. date. And there was an, an uproar. Oh, yes. my gosh. You would yep. have thought we had had a, I don't know, a natural disaster right. here. Right. So we only do it on Halloween night. <laughs> That's kind of funny, but it's like, oh, no, please yep. don't anybody ask because uh-uh. we're not changing it. Yep. Just it so is you on know. Halloween. We are celebrating <laughs> on the day. I'm not scared <laughs> of a lot of things, I have to tell you. <laughs> but. If you're going to be scared of something, upheaval about Halloween, yeah. that's going to be a, that is top a good 10 one. for that sure. That is a good one. <laughs> On the opposite side of that, what are you most proud of? Um, I'm very proud of my children. Mm. Uh, my son serves in the Army. My son-in-law serves in the Air Force. Mm. Every two years or so, they move. Yeah. They never know where they're going to go till about eight months before, and I'm really proud of them for serving our country and for putting up with all the the hard stuff yeah. it takes to do that. Mm. 
And so right now, my grandchildren are all thousands of miles away. (laughs) So thank goodness for FaceTime, right? Yes. Yeah. That's the best. Yep. How's Charlie? He's he's good. <laughs> he has a new title that he's given himself I'm since so I've interviewed excited. with you. Okay. He has now deemed himself director of building and grounds. I love it. <laughs> oh, we've got to get him a little tag. Oh, we'll get him a little name How plate. How good is that? That's he he so came up with good. it himself because he does. You know, he does so much. Yes. So that I can do my job. Yeah. He really does take care of everything. I love just beautification. <laughs> he needed a title, right? <laughs> now, who do you look up to? Oh, well, I don't know what I said last year, but I have a funny thing for you this year. Oh. So you know, I am about five foot four yeah. or five foot four and a half <laughs> so I look up to about everybody <laughs> because terrible. I'm ver- vertically challenged yep. uh-huh. I and love so not uh you know when Oscar Shibway was playing yep. for UK I met him mm-hmm. on a couple of occasions and and I asked him could we get a picture he said oh yes well it is the funniest picture you've ever seen because you probably hit his belly button he's about two feet taller than yeah. I am so you look at it and you laugh hysterical <laughs> do you get to meet all of the all of a the lot UK of players? different people yeah yes uh-huh. And um, in all different kinds of venues yep. and areas. And um, I've met a lot of the UK athletes who just are such, they're kids, right? Yeah. But they're so wonderful. Yep. We have mm-hmm. great conversations. Mm, so mm. anyway. <laughs> now, what are you most looking forward to? Well, I have family coming for the holidays. Yay. So I'll get to see three of my grandchildren. Yay. And we'll have a great time. It'll be happy chaos at my house. Oh, that's the best, though. <laughs> oh, so fun. Yeah. How many grandkids? Five. Five. Yes. We saw two over Thanksgiving. Great. So. Mm. How old are they? Well, there's a 10-year-old, twin 9-year-olds, an 8-year-old, and a 4-year-old. Oh, my gosh. And it is a busy place when I they're can't around. imagine. <laughs> and I love it. I oh, am yes. Gigi. They run the place, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, why do you love our community? Um, you know, Lexington has such wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a very friendly city. Um People here, we saw this over and over and over in during COVID, during the racial justice. People reach out to help. Yeah. You know, you look at the um, Good Giving Challenge every year. People give. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a wonderful place. And I think it's because of the people. Mm-hmm. And and the view that we help our neighbors and we're friendly. I had somebody who came to town one time who I can't remember where they were from. And they said the strangest thing happened. And I said, well, what happened? And he said, well, somebody spoke to me on the sidewalk and said hello. And I said, well, that's yeah. kind of like what we do. And he <laughs> said, but I didn't know them. And yeah. I said, but we do that here. Yes. So I love how people are here. Mm. It's really great. Why do you love yourself? Oh, you know, I've thought a lot about this. <laughs> it's not something I generally think about, uh-huh. why I love myself. Mm-hmm. Do most people think about that? Some some people. Some people. <laughs> not everyone, I'm sure. So um, I, 
you know, I had a really good, solid upbringing mm-hmm. and learned a lot from my parents and um, small town, four I'm one of four kids, and I um, I do have a love of people, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of shapes how I view things and how I look at what is important because people are important. And I, um, you know, I love that I'm that way, mm-hmm. and I can't fix it. <laughs> I can't change it. I certainly it. don't think that that's something to fix. It doesn't sound broken by any so means. So having a heart for people, I think that's really good. I have a a pretty strong work ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be amazed to know, and I think this is a good thing about myself. When we were 10, each of the four of us kids, we joined the family paper route as our first job. And when I was 12, I started babysitting. When I was 16, I started working at the hospital, and then in college, I worked on breaks at yeah. the hospital. I've basically worked my whole life yeah. since age 10, and I think that's a that's a fine thing, mm. you know, because hard work can accomplish so many things, mm-hmm. and um, so I'm I like that about myself. Mm. We like that about you, too. (laughs) My last question for you. As we're going into 2024, what would be the biggest hope for you for your fellow Lexingtonians, the people who live in this community? Mm -hmm. What what would you hope for them in the new year? I want Lexington to be a place where people feel safe, where they feel like they can— go get a job and participate however they want to participate in our community. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be a place where people respect each other. Yeah. Because I think then when you have respect for others, you that can take you far far and wide and to really great places. Have a little patience. You mm. know, we're all we all have stuff going on in our lives yep. that's difficult. So um you know, I want us to be the best. Of course, I always want us to be the best city, <laughs> yes. number one in everything. Yes. <laughs> and we're doing a good job at it so we, far. We are sure doing a good job <laughs> at it. So, um, you know, I want that for all of our people here. Mm. Mayor, thank you so much for yeah, being here. You. Again, listen, I've told everybody I know, I said, I have a standing <laughs> meeting with the mayor. This year, next time. Yes. I'm so excited. I'm like, Right here, she's closing out every Next year. year. Every year she's closing out. Yep. So I will definitely look forward to seeing you this time again there in 2024. Go. There you go. Yes. December <laughs> 2024. Who knows? We never know. We never know. Yep. Oh, my gosh. It could be in the new city hall. Not next year. <laughs> People could it's move It's going to take a little longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mayor. We will see Thank you next you so time. Much. Thanks Good so much. Thanks so much. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today on the Do Good Radio Hour, brought to you by Bluegrass Community Foundation. We'll be back next week right here on Radio Lex, or you can listen to us anytime on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at BGCFKY, or visit us at BGCF.org to stay up to date on all of the latest giving and do good opportunities in our community. Until next time, I'm Courtney Turner.
do good, and be well. You are listening to the Do Good Radio Hour on Radio Lex, WLXU 93.9 LP FM Lexington. Our theme song is Happy Tune, written and performed by Brother Smith. The views expressed on this podcast are not necessarily the views of Radio Lex, its board of directors, or Bluegrass Community Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own and the guests'.